First news with Keeler in the morning on WIBX and WIBX950.com. The legalization of marijuana. We started off the program this morning speaking with the uh, the business council on how business will deal with this, workplaces and that sort of thing. Um, and let's close up with uh, Sheriff Rob Machel. And how does law enforcement deal with this? Sheriff, good morning. Good morning. Well, it's going to be uh, different, that's for sure. Um, you know, I've been on the job 31 years, and it's been illegal up until March 31st, so it's it's going to be teaching in, what is, it, what is that saying? Teaching an old dog new tricks here. So It is, and um, although, and you've even admitted this, the uh, the severity of a marijuana crime over the last 10 years has dissipated tremendously. It has, you know, and I, I think the one frustrating thing, because obviously I've opposed this from the get-go, I'm not going to get into that, but the one frustrating part is the people who pushed for it, they, they c- continuously, you know, uh, told people that there were all these people locked up in correctional facilities all across New York State for marijuana possession. I- I've been the sheriff 11 years. There's never been anybody in our jail for mere marijuana possession. It's never right. happened. Yeah, It doesn't happen in upstate New York. I certainly can't speak for Rikers Island in New York City, but... All the sheriffs, I mean, upstate, we stand united. We've never had anybody in our jails yeah, yeah. for marijuana possession. Don't get me wrong. It could be in on a robbery or a burglary, and the marijuana's attached charge, a char- charge attached mm-hmm. to that, but never has anyone done time for marijuana possession. It's never happened. You it's know, been a non-custodial arrest my entire career. So You know what I don't understand is um, they've sent out, I guess I'll call it a clarification, but that you can no longer search a vehicle or have probable cause based on the odor of marijuana, which I'm confused about. First of all, well, do I have that correct? Well, you do, sort of, um, a little differently. Um, effective on March 31st, the, the smell of marijuana alone no longer establishes probable cause to search a vehicle, okay, except, except um, um, when it's in regards to drive, when, when it's regards to the belief of, you know, the person is driving while impaired. So if the driver appears to be under the influence of marijuana and there is probable cause to believe that the vehicle contains evidence of marijuana, whether it's the smell or maybe some admission of the driver, then a search of the passenger compartment of that vehicle is permissible. However, the trunk can't be searched because it's not directly related to the, mm. the DWA, you know, the driving while ability impaired. So if someone's driving a vehicle, um, and you you smell the odor of, of marijuana coming from that vehicle, and there is some evidence visible, whether it's a you know uh, whatever a, 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 a joint or or there's some type of admission, then yes, you can advance yeah. to that. So okay. it, it, that's still you know you, you you can't consume marijuana while in a vehicle while it's on a public highway, driver or passengers. So. And I think we're all or passengers. Correct. That's interesting. Well, yeah, because you can't pop open a beer while your buddy's driving the car. Yeah, open yeah. container, yeah. So, so under under the penal law, section two twenty two, no person can smoke or vape marijuana while inside a vehicle. So okay, no person. It does. It does. Driver or passenger. No one can. So, um, it, 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 there's the other part of the, and, and we've heard from many of them mm-hmm. of the experienced marijuana, the seasoned marijuana smoker. So. <laughs> yeah. It, I guess it becomes like so many other things. Once you, once you do it often enough, the effects are completely different. And they will tell you that you you could not tell if someone had recently smoked marijuana um, or not when dealing with somebody who's a seasoned smoker. Have you guys talked about that? 
We, we have, because that's going to be a challenge. Because yeah. obviously, like I said, the, the easiest way I've detected it my whole career, and obviously I haven't worked the road in quite some time, but my point is the odor was always something that stood out. So mm-hmm. now that it, there's going to be other forms of it, too, not just necessarily marijuana. I mean, you know, you, or I'm sorry, not necessarily just smoking it. Um, you know, people will be able to, whether we're talking gummies, you know, or, yeah. or whatnot, yeah. there's going to be other forms of it, which, yeah, you're, you're not going to detect it. And, you know, when you do have a crash and there's some underlying condition, we may or may not be able to link it to marijuana, depending on the circumstances, yeah. you know. Um, you know, it's just, it's going to be different. I mean, people 21 and over can now possess, uh, three ounces or less publicly. They can possess up to five pounds of it at their home. Really? I did not know that. Oh yeah. No, yeah, absolutely. So a person is is allowed over 21 is allowed to possess three ounces or more. I'm sorry, three ounces or less in a public place. They can possess up to five pounds in their residence and they can possess even more than five pounds in their residence if it's prescribed by a doctor. Mm. Um, they can also give it to other people. I mean, prior to March 31st, if you gave marijuana to someone under the penal law, that was a sale, whether money exchanged or not. Now you can actually give marijuana to someone over 21, and it's legal as long as there's no money exchanged. And you can also, and here's the part that's going to be a life adjustment for a lot of people, um, you're going to be able to smoke marijuana almost anywhere that cigarette smoking is allowed, mm-hmm, including right. you know oh. sidewalks, uh, uh, certain public places. Um, and again, when we see someone smoking marijuana in a place that they're allowed to, we can no longer approach them or talk to them or yeah. stop them because of that. So that's going to be an adjustment for law enforcement. Yeah, it is very. It's uh, it is a bit of a culture shock or culture change. So mm-hmm. I, I guess. I wanted to ask you about the, and you did touch on this, the sale element of it, right? I can have five pounds yep. in my house, and I can sell Andrew an ounce, or, or I so can give five, Andrew is, an ounce. Is can, it five pounds per person, per adult, or the house? Per person. Oh, my God. Wow. So that, you can, oh, my goodness. You can give it to someone, Jeff. You can't sell it, though. You can't sell it for compensation. Well, cor- well, correct, but obviously we would never acknowledge that, or the person would never acknowledge correct. that. Right. So I guess... Yep. Uh, my question becomes, does that put a damper on, like, uh, any ongoing investigation into the sale of marijuana? Because you just need the user and the seller to say, no, I just give it to him. I don't sell it right, to him. Right. I just give it to him. Or I sold him a bottle of champagne and gave him gave some him marijuana right, along yeah, with it. Right. Sure. I mean, it's going to be a challenge because immediately after, you know, when the governor signed this uh, the last day of March there, um, uh, we we immediately had to consult with the DA's office on a few of our investigations that were pending because we had concerns, you know, so yeah, we needed to yeah. do that. But. So, and, and just to be clear here, also, you say some investigations that were pending. You were you mm-hmm. were making the point earlier about people in the marijuana possession or uh, smoking marijuana, not, not, not going to jail for that. But you do have investigations that involve the sale of marijuana or the had, sale, I should and, say. Uh, and, you know, and typically it's sale of large quantities. You know what right. I mean? We don't, we don't, we, we, are just so overwhelmed with, with investigations. We never got involved with, you know, someone selling a joint to someone or something else. I mean, we're yeah, talking yeah. significant sale. Right. You know what I mean? Like drop offs to someone who then would sell it to people on the street, which is still going to continue. Uh, it's probably going to get worse because with the significant sales tax on this, once the dispensary is open in a year and a half from now, um, there's going to be black market explosion when right. it comes to marijuana. So, so. to be clear, the, the dispensaries are it's going to be a good year and a half before that happens. Um, after that, you can grow at home. 
But I but, think the grow. I believe the grow already started. Has that already started? So uh, so you no, can't actually no, it has not. I, no, I thought the growing not. came six months after the dispensaries. You're correct because yeah. the the office of cannabis management has to get formed and underway with yeah. policies and procedures, and they will oversee the. They will be issuing regulations yeah. on governing the home growing. So uh, home grow hasn't started yet. Legally. But the I'm but sure. the smoking on the street right now that is in effect right now. Someone could smoke on the sidewalk that right now. So you'll begin to start to see that, I I believe. All right, interesting stuff. We'll see where it all goes, Sheriff. Thank you so much. Sounds good. Have Have a great great day, day, guys. Thank you, Sheriff uh, Rob Mitchell with the United County Sheriff's Department.